I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are opening up a series specifically on the lines of stress and rest in the Enneagram, but first today's rose, bud, and thorn. My rose is that I got a new water bottle yesterday. The funky water bottle is gone. A new one is here. Very excited. The thorn though, <laughs> if I'm honest with you, I felt a lot of guilt about getting a new water bottle. I even like talked to my therapist about it. Like I cried. Um, I don't know. I just felt like I was like disappointing the environment or like letting the environment down. I know it's like way too much. And the truth is like getting three water bottles a year is better than getting, you know, drinking out of plastic water bottles all the time. But I just felt like I had failed for some reason. It was a hard decision to just go get a water bottle. So weird, but that's how it was. That's what happened. My bud is that I am gearing up for an interview today with Krista Hardin all about my marriage and what it's like being a type seven, married to a type four. I know that's gonna be a really fun interview and I know you guys are really gonna like it. So once that goes live on her podcast, I will let you know on Instagram. Okay, friends. This introductory episode is here to really lay the foundation of what the lines are in the Enneagram and the general idea of how they function. And once this foundation is laid, I'm going to dive deeper into what this looks like for each individual Enneagram type, and I am so excited. This is perhaps one of the coolest pieces of the Enneagram, one of my favorites because I think it's one of the most practical and just really one of the things that we can really engage with on a day-to-day -day basis. If you've seen the Enneagram symbol before, you'll see that it's a circle with lines going through the middle. Each number has two lines moving to and from it. One line is in the direction of stress and the other of rest. Each number moves to a different number in stress or rest. However, there are a few different ways that these lines have been taught in the past. So the way that I first learned this was actually using the terms integration and disintegration. However, I didn't really feel good about that. It felt like we're disintegrating as people and I didn't resonate with it at all. Also didn't really feel accurate for what I was experiencing and what I was noticing others experience. And thankfully a week or so ago, I actually heard Russ Hudson clarify that he stopped calling it that years ago, which I found really relieving. And I wanna make that as clear as possible for those who are learning the Enneagram that those terms aren't really the terms. It's also not health or unhealth either. I hear people say all the time like, oh, I must be a healthy seven because I'm showing up as a five right now. That's not it either. It's really more about stress and self-care. So let's get into how the lines work. So each of us have that line that we move to in stress, and then we have the one we move to. I call it rest. Other people call it different things. We can climb up to the higher levels of that line, meaning your stress move can be a positive thing if done intentionally, and the same for your rest. We could also slide down either of those lines, meaning you can use the lower end of the rest line or the stress line if you are doing so unconsciously or unintentionally. And when we say high end or low end, we're talking about the levels of health to the number that your type moves to. So as a seven, I can move to a healthy one space or I can move to an unhealthy one space. As 
I can also move to a healthy five space or an unhealthy five space. This does not equate to your health or lack thereof. It's simply an indicator of stress levels and rest response. So I also think it's helpful to know, you know, you have your own health levels. We've done that series. It looks different than this thing. They're separate things. I want to be really clear. I like to think of using the stress line intentionally as a way to prevent stress. So as a type seven, the more structured and organized I can be, and even the more responsible that I can be, the less stress I create for myself. And using the rest line intentionally for deep self-care. So also as a type seven, the more I can manage my energy levels, the more I can go deep into one subject instead of into many subjects, the more I can feel at ease. We also, when we slip into the stress line, it creates a stress or is a response to stress. And I think of it as an indicator that I need self-care. Like when I get really obsessed about where things are in the fridge and having kind of like a perfect thing or even my water bottle situation we talked about before getting really obsessed about it. Well, that's like an information for me that maybe I'm not taking care of myself. Maybe I need to back up a little bit on this kind of hyper focus on being responsible. And then same thing, like when we slip down the rest line, it's complacency or fear of stepping out of your comfort zone, right? So that when we get to the lower levels of the rest, it's kind of like we've gotten really comfortable in this rest space and maybe I don't wanna put myself out there anymore. Maybe I don't wanna take risks. Maybe it feels really nice and cozy in here and we can kind of slip into those lower level patterns at that place because we're not challenging ourselves, we're not pushing ourselves. So another way to also to think about that stress line for your number is that many of us try to live out life as if we were the number we move to in stress and that can be really stressful for us. Um, An example of this would be if you're a type six trying to live as a type three at work, it can be really exhausting. Type six likes to kind of be more in the middle. They don't want to um, take the risk of being the one in charge, have all of that weight on their shoulders. Typically, um, they really like the comfort and stability of predictability and consistency. Whereas threes, they're really focused on their image. They're really focused on constantly moving up, not stagnating. And a six trying to operate as a three, constantly pressuring themselves to kind of keep going, keep going, keep striving, keep moving up. That's a lot of pressure. That's really stressful for a six. So just on a practical level, that can be a really stressful way to live. So Here's how I like to use this in my life. Um, Everybody has their own way that they integrate this work, but for me, this is how I do it. I like to notice when I need self-care. I can use that stress line as a way to notice if I need self-care. Am I stressing over things that aren't my typical concerns? Am I kind of holding too tightly to something that maybe is an indicator that I'm operating out of that stress move. For me as a seven, again, that water bottle situation I talked about at the beginning, being really guilty, feeling really guilty for getting a new water bottle is not typical, right? Like that's not like my typical seven pattern. That's coming out of some, that's like information. Like maybe I'm stressed out. Like maybe there's something going on here and I need a little bit of tending to, I need a little bit of self-care and I can give myself what I need. The other thing is notice when you're stressing yourself out by trying to be something else. And for me, I think that like stress 
that indicator that I need self-care comes from I'm in a deep season of trying to be moderate and responsible and in, to a healthy degree, you know, there's a normal amount of that that's really healthy for me. But it's also really stressful. It kind of goes against everything in my nature to rein myself in and to slow myself down and to say no to myself in these ways where I would normally like to say yes, like things that I really enjoy or things that I want to do, even though they may not be the most responsible option. It's a stressful thing. It's sometimes into a healthy degree the right thing but then we can get a little too tense like taking that into water bottle land you know there's a big difference in like buying a plane ticket on a whim and buying a ten dollar water bottle three times a year you know so kind of paying attention to am i over functioning in this area am i kind of pushing those limits and is that causing unneeded stress in my life and then finally intentionally choosing behaviors that help you to reach your rest state. That's another way that we can really intentionally use this setup. If you know that line that you move to in rest, you can intentionally integrate those behaviors into your life. So for seven, moving to five, and again, I will get into detail about kind of ways this can look for every number in an individual episode. But for the sake of an example, I can intentionally manage my energy levels. I can intentionally go deep into not learning about one thing instead of spreading that laterally. You know, for me right now, that reading a book a day challenge is really fun and, and kind of has five energy turning off my phone, turning off social media. That's all like very healthy five behaviors for me. Um, and honestly, just generally staying home more, saying no to social outings, listening to, do I have the energy for that? Is that going to detract from my energy levels? That is a way that I can use five to intentionally reach deep rest. So again, I'm going to break this down of what this can look like for you individually. I just wanted to give you kind of the general overview. So I just to sum up what we talked about today, the lines, you have two lines moving from your number. One is your stress line. You can climb up that line intentionally, which can help you to prevent some stress in your life, or you can slide down it unintentionally, which can be a really stressful place for you to be or an indicator that you need self-care. Then we can go, we have a number that we move to in a rest. We can intentionally use the high side of that for deep self-care, deep rejuvenation, or we can slide down to the lower levels of it. Also that high level, I want to say, can be an indicator that you feel safe, that you feel comfortable in this situation. You don't feel like you have to overcompensate with your type pattern. And then when we slide it down to the lower levels, that's when we get complacent. We don't want to get out of our comfort zone. Maybe we're feeling a little bit really self-protective and we don't want to get risk stress in our life. So again, don't worry, we're going to go deeper. But in the meantime, if you have questions about like kind of the baseline of the lines that I can clarify for you, you can call or text those in to 828 338-9127. And that number is in the show notes for you as well. And I can answer them in a future Wednesday Q&A episode so that we can really make sure we're all on the same page as we dive into this series. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. 